so far. Do you have a gun? I'm Sydney Prescott. Of course I have a gun. Something about this one just feels different. Samantha? I'm, I know who you are. I've been through this a lot. This is your life now, which means that whoever this is is going to keep coming for you. You ready? For this? Never. Oh, stop. There are certain rules to surviving. The attacks were all on people related to the original killers. Whatever his link is to our past, it's pulled us all back here. And I won't sleep until he's in the ground. Thanks for joining us again. A quick reaction episode. We, Jared and I have just been and seen the new Scream. And we thought we'd just chuck out a quick little episode. There'll be some minor spoilers, I'd suggest, Jared. Mm, try to keep it light. Try to keep it light. It's not going to be a long episode. We're just going to sort of talk about how we felt initially. And the intention is to do a, a much bigger episode. So, straight out of the gate, Jared. You've seen it. Let me just ask this question before we get into it. Excitement levels coming in. Oh, How high? Very high. Like, I'd gone back to all of the movies in the previous week. I'd been running through podcasts and articles and just just fucking immersing myself in Scream for, for the last week or so. I mean, I was basically going to sleep humming fucking Red Right Hand yeah. every night and shit like that, so... Yeah, I was I was super excited, super excited, super excited in the lead up. I, I didn't watch a scary movie for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that! That would have put the excitement levels yeah, on, <laughs> down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I was similarly excited. I was quite excited for a new Scream film, and all the buzz had been really high mm-hmm. on it. So, it, I was very much interested and, and keen to get out there and see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't immersing myself in things. As deeply as you. Not scary. But I was keep... No, no, I kept... You know, I mean, fuck, a deep cut would have been good to go to that one. I know what you did Saturday the 14th. Oh, yeah, Christ, I remember that one. That's a a fucking... That is an absolute shit show. Yep. But I didn't go that deep, but I was keen to see it because I was hoping, from everything I'd read, that we were kind of like re-establishing Scream. Yep. You know, my thoughts on the, the previous two sequels are... I was extremely unhappy with both three and four. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like either of them. So I was hearing nothing but good things. So I was pretty keen to see this one and hope that it was good. Yep. Now, first out of the gate, you've seen it. What's your initial reaction? Initial reactions are pretty positive. 
Not sure it quite lived up to the buzz that we were hearing. And I know you have to be cautious with that because you don't know who's fucking posting stuff. But this time around, it was coming from outlets that I normally sort of put a bit of stock into. So, yeah. I mean, I was buying, I was fucking buying barrels, mate. Oh, <laughs> you were fucking, you were um, a fucking room full of barrels. Yeah, it probably didn't live up to the level of height it was getting. So, for example, just before we went in today, I checked out Bloody Disgusting. They'd given it four out of five. So, I was kind of... Yeah, I was really hoping we were onto a winner here. I won't go... I won't say that I would go that far, not giving it a rating yet. It probably wouldn't reach that high, but I wasn't disappointed either. I did really enjoy certain aspects of it. Hmm. So, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty positive overall. Yeah, I would put myself in the positive category as well. I had fun with it. I liked what they did with it. And for the most part, it felt like a, a, a welcome return. Yeah. There are some problems. Yeah. Um, some of them quite large. But I think overall, if I'm looking at it, I'm, I was fairly happy with what I saw. And I think they kind of did pretty decent justice in bringing back the the key crew and yeah. perhaps melding them to another group. Yeah. I think they did all right with that. Yep, I think they did reasonably well, especially with Dewey. I know you, you were reasonably happy with Dewey oh, in this one as well. Yeah. They possibly weren't in it as much as I thought they were going to be. The shift was definitely there to... And, you know, they do the commentary on this, the recalls and the, you know, passing of the torch and all this sort of stuff. So I expected that we were going to get a, a fair sort of portion of each. Yeah. But I still expected Sydney to be more prominent than she probably was. Mm. But overall, again, yeah, still reasonably positive on what they did with those characters. Yeah, and that's that's my jumping off point for this discussion somewhat, is that that was the bit that was worrying for me, is that we seemed like we were moving away from them. Yep. And in the trailers, which didn't give a lot away, which I no, was very was happy good. with the way they actually marketed the film without sort of shoving the whole fucking film down your throat. Yeah, yeah. I was approaching it with a little bit of trepidation that the younger characters were going to sort of take over and the older characters were going to be more just a sideline event. Yeah. And although that didn't quite happen, they were pushed a little bit back. But the movie is at its best, I think, when those characters are there. Mm. And you Even know, when it's a combination. Yeah. When, when you mentioned David Arquette. I thought he was fucking fantastic. I, I thought his interpretation of Dewey now, it, the script and him himself, the performance... It was really, really well played. Yeah, highlight. Like, I really, sure. really liked him. I, I, I loved seeing him there. Yep. Not so much for Gail. Yeah. Who... <laughs> <laughs> the first time we see her... Fuck. I mean, she's had so much plastic surgery that it's just... It's kind of ruined... Her face. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I think she has mentioned that herself. Yeah, yeah. And look, Courtney Cox, back in the early days of Scream, very lovely looking woman. Yeah. I don't know what she's done to herself. I mean, obviously you age a little bit, but 
probably could have done with... Oh, with no, but your fucking mouth doesn't stretch. Oh, no, I oh, know. I'm just sort of saying, probably could have done without a little bit of what's, what's yeah, gone into, a bit of the work. into the look. Also, with regards to Gail, and look, I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to shit on Gail, but she's she's a character that I, 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 didn't, I didn't really connect with as well in the later films. Yeah. And I felt the same here. I, I really when Sydney liked... returned, I, I, I wanted to see Sydney. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I mean, we've spoken before about initially when we saw Scream Four, I had similar feelings to you. I, I really didn't didn't like it, but I've had a bit of a turn lately. I, like watching it this time again, there's so much of it that wasn't as prominent the first time around. That's now just kind of bang on commentary on people on the internet and shit like that. It was sure. just, uh, just a bit of Kevin Williamson and Wes Craven kind of being early with what they were doing again. So I, I, took I a actually turn. kind of liked... I took a turn during the film when some <laughs> fucking idiot goes, fuck Bruce Willis and dies. <laughs> or another bloke looks at the killer and goes, I'm gay if that helps. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah I took some turns. Look, look, I'm still... I there's... thought I had a stroke. <laughs> look, there's, I, I, said I, I said I'd take some turns. I didn't say it's my favourite. You know, there's still some problems with it for sure, but it's much better than I recalled. Look, that's actually a staple of the series. A yeah. couple of times the films have aged better. Look at two. Two look, aged really look, well. I don't particularly think two's as good as everyone seems to make out. Partially because I can't. There's a couple of sequences I just can't fucking stand. And the ending was one of them. But looking at the ending again now under a different lens, it actually is more fucking relevant than ever. Yeah. Like the whole thing is more relevant than it's probably ever been. Well, the internet angle has actually happened. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's um, aged into the ending. It's aged into the ending, and at the time. I was always kind of like, Billy's mum, you know, what the fuck? And there's still some problems with that, like the fact that nobody recognises her because she's lost a bit of weight or whatever she says. But but I never looked at it at the time of just being, you know, paying homage to the movies that came before it. It's just the reverse Mrs Voorhees. And I, I didn't yeah. realise that until so, a little bit later. So I really like that one now. So two days into its ending well. Three... Not so nah. much. There's not much about three that's aged well. Not much about that that's aged all that well, other than Parker Posey. But yeah, four, I took a bit of a turn on, and I actually like Gail and Dewey's kind of arc in four. If you watch along the movies, there's a little bit of mirroring the real life relationship, which mm. happens in this one too. Yeah. So four is not so much of that, but I do kind of like the. It's got that. The starts of, start of what pays off here. It's got the start of, you know, the small town. You know, he's not not really doing what she wants to be doing and whatever, and getting back into it. So I, I was okay. Like I, I really do like the Gale character. I pretty much all of the legacy characters. I'm happy to see back. Yeah. So that was really good. But I think in the wash up, what you're saying still stands. Gale's probably the the lowest of what they actually get to do. There's not well, as much for her to do. Well, the problem, one of the problems here, and I don't want to keep talking about problems because it's not all problems, but. For me, they they had a hard time balancing the youth characters with with the the legacy characters and finding time. There's a lot of characters there. If I'm honest, we didn't need the sheriff. You know, th- there were some characters there we probably could have culled yeah. for some time. Yeah. To get our legacy people, or seemed like the sheriff was just in there to fill a couple of the rules of what was going. Yeah, on, yeah. Really, but. It was probably not a necessary character addition. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's it's kind of if 
you got to connect people. Yeah, you got to connect four to this one. If you got to, yeah, but if you got to connect people and they're they're running this pattern through the kills. Yeah, it's like where else do you get it from? True. I, I was that. I understood what, what you're saying. She's there wasn't a lot of doesn't doesn't get a whole lot to do. I guess it also creates less time for characters that I would like to send more of. Yeah. Well, I did I did enjoy the reference to lemon squares because it reminded me of one of the bits of four that I really do like, where Gail's got the shits with her. She keeps bringing the lemon squares into Dewey, yeah. and she fucking pinches one in the police office. And then when Judy fucking stops her from walking into the office or whatever, she's like, "Your lemon squares taste like ass." And walk. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as I saw the lemon squares there, I was oh, that was funny. I was, you know, reminded me of one of the better parts of four. Um, positives. One of the big positives for me, the kill sequences were pretty well handled. Yeah, uh, and some of, them, some of them were pretty... A bit more graphic than we're used to in the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knives kind of poking yeah. into flesh. But you know, not over the there. top. Like, some of them were, were pretty rough, but in the wash-up, they didn't really show that much. Yeah. They just had a bit of blood squirting everywhere. And I think... The use of the technology on a couple of occasions to kind of create some suspense... Mm. Was good. You yeah, know, the phones connected, find my phone sort of thing. Yeah. The whole lock, unlock door. Yep. Stuff was was well, well, well done. Yep. Um, in in the wash up of it. Absolutely. So I'm I'm very happy with some of those things. Yes. I think it did a pretty good job of kind of rolling back to the original, kind of yeah. coming back around and and pointing us back in the direction of the original. Yes. I did actually love that they take it back to the old house. Yeah, I thought that was cool. And that's that wasn't really a surprise because we'd seen them there. Yeah. So when it was happening, you kind of pick up on it straight away when it's happening. There's particular scenes with characters watching Stab and stuff where you immediately start to pick up, well, they're in the same place, you know? Yeah. Um, so that I felt like that was really cool. I enjoyed that. One of my unfortunate... Issues was unfortunately the young actress playing Sam, who's our main youth lead. Mm. She's just her performance is is terrible. Like I hate to be so hard on it, but there's a couple of bits early on where I mean, (laughs) it just it wasn't going to pass muster. It just just wasn't going to pass muster at all for me. Right, because I wasn't getting any. Like I wasn't really feeling. That character, and that's supposed to be the... I felt like she was supposed to be the new Sydney. Yeah. And I didn't get nothing. I got nothing. Yeah. And in fact, I was waiting for the fucking old Sydney to turn up. Yeah. And I think it's possibly compounded by the fact that her sister, to me, yeah, was is a better actress. Much better. Jenna Ortega yeah. is a really good actress. Yeah. And I kind of felt I'd like to have switched switch them over. Possibly, Somewhat. yeah. There was parts um, where I felt like that myself. That she would have been a that better choice. Said, I mean, they started talking about how one of them babysat them all and you, you looked at me and you said, what's, what's the, the fucking age gap here? Because yeah, they all they looked, looked the like, same. They looked all about fucking 18. Yeah. yeah and you I did, out. I must admit, so this is the thing. This is why I liked, this, well, I, I was really keen, I was really happy to see Sydney back, was that whole bit where Gail says to the to Sam... You said something about the you know the final girl or whatever. You're coming back to the original. This is the original. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that was a really cool line, but also I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's put the fucking original back <laughs> on the fucking deck. Yeah. Because Nev Campbell is a really, really good presence there. 
in, yep. in, in the brief time that she's in it, mm-hmm. there's a sequence where she she talks to the killer again, which I fucking loved. Yeah. Because of the way she deals with it. I thought it was really cool. So that, you know, I'm not knocking the actress in a sense that maybe the material, maybe she, the, you know, the performance just wasn't quite there. Yeah. And it never, it, it just it never seemed to lift any. And it, that's something that the series has done consistently well, is to develop Sydney as she as she goes along and develop you know different reactions to the stuff because she's been through it so many times and all this sort of thing like they've consistently done that really well even in three they managed a bit of that mm. they managed to squeeze some of that into her 20 shooting days that they could, yeah, yeah she yeah. could give them and whatever like so it's good to see that here that even though she doesn't get as much time as I was hoping she would mm. they still managed to do that really well yeah, yeah, but again, those legacy characters work, work, work for me. Yeah, the the younger characters, on the other hand, kind of get shortchanged a touch. Yeah, so in some instances, they definitely do. Because there's a couple of them where I just, I, you know, I couldn't care less. One yeah. guy in particular, I, I was just like, well, you know, I know he's about to get killed, but huh? <laughs> <laughs> can we speed it up? Can we speed it up? Move on. Yeah. Can he just fucking fall out of a tree later? Yeah, well, there was, there was a handful of them, and I think that's part of the difficulty, of, I guess, of trying to find space for a new cast of people that you're putting forward as suspects whilst giving time to those original three that are coming back. Well, four, if you count the sheriff. Yeah. You've got to find some room for her as well. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, I think that's where you see it, is the younger group. You see it a little bit there with a couple of them just kind of being there there's a couple of early scenes with them where we're finding we're finding out who they are and then they just kind of disappear for a while mm. as we re-establish Dewey and, and and all that which don't get me wrong that's the portion I really enjoyed but when we had to come back I was like well we don't really know these people yeah that's right which was hard yep I think you're uh, you're spot on there I actually thought that the the meta commentary on other movies was pretty good. Yeah. That, again, has been done to varying effect in the series. I thought this one did it reasonably well and tried to stick to the rules. Like, sometimes I find Screen 4 especially has a couple of rules that are just like, really? Where'd you pull that from? Like, I think you just kind of toss that out there for a, for a shits and giggles. Yeah. Or to fit your narrative rather than starting with, like, the original was okay, we start with all these tropes that we've seen and we go from there. And as they get, as they go along, it's been done to varying degrees. This one, I think, did it reasonably well. We already spoke about how... I think the first one is, is the, the peak of having it work for the narrative but also for the commentary. Yes. This one sometimes gets the commentary right and the narrative's just kind of like, oh, well, we'll just run with it. Mm. But overall, I enjoyed it, especially seeing the fucking Dead Meat YouTube channel and oh. their, their little clips from Stab 8. Yeah, that, that was, was possibly a highlight of the film. That was fucking hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. Stab 8 was, was the high, yeah, definitely the highlight in terms of comedic value. Yes, especially given that some people picked that up in the trailer, like a, a little fleeting shot of the silver mask and yeah. like ooh where's this going to come in to see where it does come in is fucking piss funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah like overall I think they kind of tiptoed pretty well through the what they were after 
Yeah, the whole requel stuff and yeah. legacy sequels and passing of the torch and all that sort of thing was done. I was satisfied. I was very satisfied with that stuff. Yeah, I was satisfied. As a whole, I was fairly satisfied with the film. Question for you, though. And again, there's nothing you know set in stone, I guess, but they're saying it'll gross very well this this coming weekend. I mean, are we gonna are we gonna start up a new series of scream films? Do you think that's the the intention here? Yeah, I don't know, and I, I you know I, I guess we intend to have a bit of a discussion about this later on too. So honestly, I want to get back and watch it again to sort of clarify some of my feelings and my thoughts on it. And mm. um, I did enjoy it enough to go and fucking sit there again and risk COVID to to watch it again, but. I can't see Sydney and Gales back. Yeah. I really can't. That's what I came out of it with. I felt, in a way, there was a little bit of a closing of the chapter. The passing of the torch stuff, I don't know if I want to see Sam again. So, I, I don't know. You would think that the money's there, that someone's going to say, let's let's do another one. Someone someone involved, someone in the, in the counting is going to get the message yeah, yeah. <laughs> down to the producers and the studio heads to say, let's do another one. I agree with you. It didn't look like it had, you know, what's the next step? I don't know. Mm. But, you know, we've found in many occasions that, you know, these films have been able to sort of pivot now that we've restarted it, take it in a slightly different direction, start with a fresh group. Yep. And make something of it. Hmm. So I'm not, I'm not discounting the possibility that it might happen. Yeah. From what I saw, it didn't look like the legacy characters. There was any really room for bringing them back again. And it didn't really feel like Sam and her sister were were kind of worth. Well, following I, up on. Yeah, I don't know. I just. It's a it tough one. Like that was possibly the intention. But I just didn't establish enough of the connection with those characters, I felt, to, to really say I definitely need a sequel with those guys straight away, like we did after Scream 1, when we had the sequel and it was Sydney coming back and everything. It was like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. And Scream 2 worked in such a way because she was off to college. Mm. So it was like she was getting out of Woodsboro, she was, she was off to college, and then suddenly she was being menaced again. Mm-hmm. So Scream Two made sense, yeah, to do it. I don't know. They didn't, and you know, again, just sort of getting to the bottom of as the film finished. I kind of felt, I don't know, where where do you go with the sequel, or do you just start again, start fresh? Yeah. Now that you've put Ghostface back out there, you take a, a, a fresh approach. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I feel that's the way to go. I feel that's what they were going for, is that we're handing it off to, to start to spin it off with new new people involved. Hmm. So I wouldn't be too unhappy if they no. announced that there was another one coming out next year with those with those um, leftover players from the younger cast. Yeah. I would be okay with that. But I just can't see it doing a sort of Halloween kills and bringing, bringing Laurie back. I can't see Sydney coming back for any reason. Like, it just feels like that that's, that has possibly closed the book on it for a while. Maybe. Um, Maybe. So, I don't know. I really don't know. Because I, I can't see... They're go, they've gone through... It's not like Michael Myers where, where... I mean, it's just the mask now. And I understand that 
you play the movies like Ghostface is its own character. It's yeah. been sort of continuing through these movies. You kind of play it separate to the identities of who it is. Yeah. But because it is different characters that have that whodunit element and the reveals at the yeah. end, it's getting harder and harder to make it worthwhile that Sydney's got to be involved in it. Yeah, exactly. Michael and Jason and that, we're there to see them. So what happens bit, is yeah. it doesn't really matter. As we've seen with Michael, he's fucking had three different timelines. So Correct. We, we don't care. The one, the one, obviously, the one constant is Laurie, who has come back on a number of occasions, but there have been films that don't have her in it that are just sort of fucking out there, yeah. you know? I just, it, it's a bit harder with Scream yeah. to do that. So if they are going to do one quickly... Just go ahead with the younger ones, I suppose. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if they if they do if they have a sequel in mind where they sketched it out when they, yeah, they started have, this one. Yeah, they might have planned one planned <clears throat> one out from here, which would be um, an interesting. And it's it's you know I, I'm saying that just as my feelings coming out of that one. The the, the the good thing is Sydney's still there to go back to. Yeah. In a, even if it's just a small role of of some, because it's it seemed like this one had kind of she was super important to what was going on. But it didn't mean she needed to be there the whole time. Yeah. And I think that that, that was pretty deftly handled in the end. Yeah. With regards to that. Look, I think that's it for our initial thoughts. Yeah. Our intention is to do a much bigger, much more in-depth review and tie it to another franchise rating again. Now that there's a new film. So in in a couple of weeks' time, we're most likely going to reconnect with our mate Brandon, and we're going to sit down. We're really going to look at this movie in much more detail. I'm also going to include um, Luke Luke's thoughts uh, in much more detail as well. So we're going to have a real big look at it um, and reappraise the franchise in in terms of how it's rated. So keep an eye out for that. That'll be out um, hopefully in the next few weeks. But until then, take it easy, everyone. And we'll catch up with you later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.